on Monday morning, and you know what that means, dreamers. Welcome back to the Isolation Station. Well, this is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ. Landon the Daz Don't kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news coming out of the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida. We're talking Walt Disney World. Hopefully you had a good last couple weeks. Uh, I was off, of course, last week uh, celebrating the birthday of the smoking Hot Girlfriend. Happy birthday to the uh, smoking Hot Girlfriend. We're up in uh, Louisville, Kentucky on a bourbon-tasting trip, which was a, a lot of fun. Glad I was able to experience that, not only uh, for said bourbon on bourbon-tasting trail. Uh, also, glad I was able to experience it with the uh, smoking Hot Girlfriend. So, uh, once again, happy birthday to her. Got... A lot of Disney news, particularly a lot of uh, not-so-scary news because it is mid-August, and of course that means it's the Halloween season down in Orlando, Florida. But before we get to that, uh, it is time for This Week in Disney History! Turn down for what? So this week in Disney history, the dates we're going to be looking at, we're going to be starting August 13th, going through August 19th, and on August 13th, back in 2017, the great movie ride and the universe of energy featuring Ellen's energy adventure both close at the end of this day at Walt Disney World, uh, debuting with the park on May 1st, 1989, when the park was uh, still called a Disney MGM Studios. Idolos. Uh, the great movie ride employed the use of animatronic figures, live actors, uh, special effects, and projections to recreate iconic scenes from classic films throughout uh, motion picture history. The attraction uh, was located inside a replica of the uh, Chinese theater, directly inspiring the creation of the theme park itself. Uh, a Mickey Mouse-themed ride called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is planned to replace the great movie ride. And as we all know, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway did go on to replace the great movie ride. Um, I was fortunate to ride both the great movie ride when it was running and have ridden Mickey's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway since it has opened. Um, I like the Runaway Railway, but I would be lying if I said I did not miss the uh, great movie ride. And uh, I, I kind of hate that uh, the great movie ride is gone because that was just a dang cool attraction. Uh, and no matter how cool Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is, uh, there's always going to be a small part of me that uh, misses it. Now, the Universe of Energy, the other attraction that closed on August 13th, 2017, was located in the eastern half of Future World at Epcot and contained one attraction, that being Ellen's Energy Adventure, starring the um, definitely not controversial Ellen DeGeneres and the... De and actually non-controversial Bill Nye. Uh, it will be replaced with a Guardians of the Galaxy-themed attraction in 2022. The Universe of Energy Pavilion opened with Epcot in October of 1982 and was updated to its then-current version with Ellen DeGeneres as the host in 1996. Now, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind in the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion will eventually, will eventually replace the Universe of Energy Pavilion. Um, I may have... Uh, ridden on uh, Ellen's energy adventure. Um, I'll be honest, if I did, I don't remember it, so it clearly didn't make that big of an impact on me. Uh, I will say, I think the Guardians roller coaster is so dope. I love that roller coaster, so uh, at least in this humble podcaster's opinion, um, upgrade in this instance. And plus, you have to ask yourself, with uh, all the stories that have come out 
since Ellen uh, was the host of Ellen's energy adventure and uh, how she treated or allegedly treated her staff on her talk show, you have to wonder if Disney would have eventually made a move on uh, Ellen's presence in this attraction, uh, even if the attraction was still up and running on, you know, the day we're recording this, August 13th, 2023, if something would have happened before today. So uh, I think in this instance, uh, like I said, upgrade. All right, August 14th in 2011, after months of closure and years under <clears throat> new management, birds and flowers once again spring to life at Walt Disney World when Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room has its soft opening. The Adventureland staple will officially reopen tomorrow, and tomorrow being August 15th, 2011. Um, this is a classic when it comes to the Magic Kingdom, and uh, I think I can safely say when it was under new management, it was universally panned. So I think uh, it was a smart move when Disney decided to go back to the original iteration or as close to the original iteration as it could. Uh, August 15th, 1994 is part of the reimagineering of Future Worlds Pavilion, the uh, Spaceship Earth attraction at Epcot closes. Uh, the revamp attraction will open later that year, November 23rd, with 12 new scenes and a new musical score. Now, um, here we sit in 2023. I already said it's August uh, 13th, the day we're recording this. Um, and there were reports that they were going to uh, revamp Spaceship Earth again. Then, of course, that whole, you know, COVID-19 thing happened and shut the world down. Uh, and uh, numbers are going back up again, so it's super duper crap here we go again um so you have to ask yourself is there going to be a time when we get news again that spaceship earth is being shut down for refurbishments and we're going to be talking about you know oh it's reopening on this date with x new scenes or a new musical score or a new voiceover by noted actor or actress um eventually you would have to think it's going to happen because disney did say they were going to do that but then of Again, like I said, COVID happened and a whole lot changed in the world, uh, not only for us as individuals, but also for corporations, uh, Disney included. So that is something to uh, keep in mind for the future. Um, uh, also on August 15th, but this time in 2003, we're staying in Epcot as Disney's newest attraction at the time, Mission Space lifts off with soft openings. Uh, located in Future World, Mission Space will see its official opening in October of 2003. Um, I'm not a big fan of Mission Space. It, uh, even even the uh, the what is it the the easy mode? Yeah, even still, not a fan. Just I don't like the way it makes me feel. And then uh, finally, on August fifteenth, uh, two thousand six, this time after nearly thirteen years of entertaining Walt Disney World guests, Merlin performs his last Sword in the Stone show in front of Cinderella's Golden Carousel. Uh, Merlin has been challenging young guests to pull the sword from the stone several times a day in Fantasyland at Magic Kingdom since 1994. Uh, he was also featured in Walt Disney's Parade of Dreams. Um, this is still something you yourself can go do. You can still try and pull the uh, stone from the sword. Um, uh, I've done it a couple of times. Uh, I was not successful. I do think it does skew uh, for the younger guests in the park. The, uh, you know, purer of heart that could possibly 
pull said sword from the stone. Now, it doesn't come all the way out. It just goes a little bit further out than it would for uh, you or I. But uh, yeah, there is that. And uh, that is This Week in Disney History. So let's go ahead, dive into the news. And this is an almost exclusively not-so-scary news update on Does Does Disney um, this week because last Friday... August 11th, I say last Friday, if you're listening to this podcast today, it dropped uh, the very first of the uh, not so scary season. uh, The very first not so scary party kicked off once again. It's mid-August, but happy Halloween, according to Disney. And um, uh, we have more sold out updates. We are in the month of August, but every date in August for the After Hours ticketed event has sold out. So August 11th, 15th, 18th, 22nd, 25th, and 29th has sold out. But in addition to that, we're starting to see some dates in September sell out as well. So Friday, September 1st, Friday, September 8th, Friday, September 15th, and Sunday, September 17th, as of this date, August 13th, have all sold out in addition to Halloween night, Tuesday, October 31st. Those are sold out when it comes to Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. You will remember, in years past, not only when it comes to this podcast, in the real life at Walt Disney World, we have seen every dang date of not so scary sell out so if this is something you and your party want to do while you're down this halloween season no matter how long it runs remember it runs through november 1st according to mickey mouse halloween does this is something you need to move on sooner rather than later because i've said it before and i'll say it again i'll say it right now i would hate for you and your party to miss out on this very fun after hours event um i've attended this and i'll be talking on some of my experiences at not so scary and i would hate for you guys to be left you know empty-handed so to speak when it came to the not so scary halloween party now what can you do at the not so scary halloween party one of the biggest draws for me is some of those exclusive meet and greets that are featured during the ticketed event. And uh, we have a guide when it comes to who and where you can meet those characters during the Not So Scary Halloween Party. At Main Street USA in the Town Square Theater, you can meet both Jack Skellington and Sally and Mickey Mouse. Now Mickey's gonna be dressed up in his Halloween costume, but uh, of course this was the first Halloween party of the season. So there were, you know, some high wait times, but I think Jack and Sally wait time was pushing uh, 60 minutes easy almost all night for the very first night of Not So Scary for the 2023 iteration. Uh, In Adventureland, near the magic carpets of Aladdin, you can meet Jafar, which I think is pretty dang cool. Uh, If you want to meet some good guys from Aladdin in Agrabah, uh, the meet and greet location is going to feature either Aladdin and Abu or Genie and Jasmine. Um, I guess it's going to depend when you and your party go to the meet and greet location Uh, in Agrabah, whether you're going to see the combination of uh, Aladdin and Abu or Genie and Jasmine, but you do have some options. And then uh, out near Pirates of the Caribbean, um, 
appropriately enough, you're going to have the option to meet Jack Sparrow. Now, over in uh, over in Fantasyland, excuse me, uh, near Princess Fairytale Hall, you're going to be able to meet several princesses. It's rotating, uh, so kind of like the Agrabah meet and greet. It's going to depend on when you're there, which princesses you're going to be able to meet. Uh, near Bonjour, uh, Village Gifts, uh, Belle and Gaston are going to be there for some meet and greet options. Uh, Journey of the Little Mermaid. Princess Eric and Ariel are going to be out for some meet and greets. Uh, I don't, or I'm assuming it's going to be human form Ariel, but I don't know, maybe, maybe since it's a Halloween party, uh, we'll have mermaid Ariel. Uh, if you're attending this year's party, uh, holler at your boy and let me know. Uh, appropriately enough, if you uh, head near the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh, uh, you're going to be able to meet Pooh and friends. So there you go. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Mad Tea Party, uh, it's going to be the Queen of Hearts, Alice and the Mad Hatter. Um, again, this might be one of those situations very similar to what we see over at uh, the Agrabah meet and greet near the Princess Fairytale Hall. Whenever you're there, it might depend on whether you're meeting the Queen of Hearts, whether you're meeting Alice and the Mad Hatter. So it might not hurt you to uh, do a couple swing throughs there if you want to, uh, you know, catch them all, so to speak, uh, to use all Pokemon. Um, now this, this is one that has already gotten a lot of fanfare. It's the return first time since 2019. The Seven Dwarves meet and greet is back. Uh, that's going to be at Pete's Silly Sideshow. Um, again, this was the first night of Not So Scary, but much like Jack and Sally, they posted a solid 60-minute wait time throughout the entire after hours event and you have to ask yourself do you really want to spend an hour waiting in line for a meet and greet but in this instance with the seven dwarves you get your picture with all seven of the dwarves and these this is one of the few times where if you are a fan of the character meet and greets this is one of the few times where you get a chance to uh meet all seven of the dwarves at one time so i think that's cool that it's back for the first time since 2019 um near the barnstormer you're going to be able to meet Pirate Goofy, which which I think is uh, pretty pretty dang cool myself. Uh, near Dumbo, uh, Flying Elephant, uh, you're, you're going to be able to meet Minnie, Daisy, and Donald Duck. So three characters, one spot. That's uh, it, Dumbo, the Flying Elephant, and all of those were in Fantasyland. And finally, in Tomorrowland, near Stitch's Great Escape, you're going to be able to meet, yes, you guessed it, Groot. No, no, you're... you're you're going to be meeting Stitch, and and he'll probably be dressed up in his Elvis costume. I've gotten that picture before in uh, the area near Stitch's Great Escape, and that's always a, a really, really cool um, uh, picture to get uh, with Stitch in his Elvis costume. Now, when I said uh, you maybe might want to make a couple swings through uh, the Mad Tea Party area to try and get all those pictures with Queen of Hearts and Alice and Mad Hatter, you might be asking yourself, why would I want to be making some swings, couple swings through it? Well, if you've never attended Mickey's Not-So-Scary Party, one of the draws is there are trick-or-treat locations spread out throughout the parks, and that means you get complimentary candy that's included in your ticket. Uh, you also get a fun little bag, you know, it'll have like Mickey and Minnie dressed up as like, I think, a vampire for Mickey, and uh, Minnie's a witch or something like that in years past on the bag, and they, and you know, you can go around to these uh, designated areas and get candy. And we're not talking, you know, bad candy. I mean, we're talking like Snickers, M&M's, Starburst, um, uh, good stuff like that. So uh, if you're looking for areas that you want to get your candy for Mickey's 
for Mickey's Not So Scary Party. Main Street USA, it's going to be East Main Street Bypass, and also it's going to be the event welcome area. So when you walk in, get your bag, you're going to be able to not only get your bag, you're going to be able to get some candy in your bag. So uh, there you go. Uh, in Adventureland, be looking for uh, the Enchanted Tiki Room and the uh, Tortuga Tavern area. That is where you're going to be able to pick up your trick-or-treat candy. Frontierland, uh, it's going to be Tom Sawyer's Island Dock and Country Bear Jamboree. Uh, Liberty Square, only one option that's going to be near the Columbia Harbor House. So uh, if you want to get some uh, peanut M&Ms, head towards Columbia Harbor House in uh, Liberty Square. Fantasyland is going to have uh, about four for you. That's going to be Mickey's Philhar Magic, Pinocchio's Village Hosts, or House, however you want to pronounce that, uh, Gaston's Tavern, and the Little Mermaid Meet and Greet. Now, you might notice, particularly in Fantasyland, I note or I named off uh, two attractions slash meet and greet areas: one in the Little Mermaid meet and greet, and the other in Philhar Magic. That means uh, those meet and greets and attractions will not be up and running. Which uh, you know, as a fan of Philhar Magic, kind of a bummer. So you know, there is uh, that. And then in Tomorrowland, Monsters Incorporated Laugh Lore, um, Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress, uh, also near the Tomorrowland. Launch Depot and Cosmic Ray Starlight. Those are going to be your trick-or-treat locations. Now, you might be asking yourself, what do I look for in these instances to get my candy? It's really simple. There is a big, giant, inflatable, uh, illuminated sign that has uh, the M&Ms from the you know commercials or whatever. And it's all lit up, and it says trick-or-treats on it. So if you see one of those, go hop in line, get your treats. And uh, they also do have, uh, you know dietary if you have a dietary restriction they also have those as well so you know um uh, pretty cool pretty pretty cool so i'm gonna be honest it's like the uh, the candy was never really a huge draw for me but at the same time if i'm walking around and i see an option to you know grab grab some m&ms and then you know the line short yeah, i'm gonna hop in line and grab some so uh so if you do want to get some uh candy if you're doing some trick-or-treating those are your spots to do so for this year's Not So Scary. So I, so I already mentioned the uh, Seven Dwarves meet and greet is back for the first time since 2019. Some other things are coming back. Uh, in addition, uh, the uh, Not So Spooky uh, Spectacular Fireworks show is back. Uh, that debuted in 2019, replaced the uh, long-running Hallow Wishes show. Uh, it's narrated by a really cool-looking life-size Jack Skellington puppet uh, in front of Cinderella Castle. Um, highly recommend you get a spot up close so you can see the movements of the uh, life-size Jack puppet. Even if it's just for a minute, you you can be like, okay, that's really cool, and then, you know, go do other stuff. But a uh, change that's coming to this year's Not-So-Scary Party is um, uh, the step-in photo ops that were exclusive to the party are not exclusive this year, but they're down in numbers. Last year, there were five step-in photo ops. Uh, this year, there are only three, but like I said, they are not exclusive to the Halloween party. They're, so that means if you're in the Magic Kingdom at all this fall during uh, the not-so-scary season, which again runs through November 1st, you're going to have options to check out these photo ops during the day. Those three step-in photo ops 
first one's going to be at the East Hub, and that's going to be the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Um, uh, next one is going to be near the former Stitch's Great Escape. That's going to be Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And then finally, the next one is going to be in Adventureland near the Swiss Family Treehouse, and that's going to be 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Of the three that are going to be just now available to the general public, if you buy a ticket in Magic Kingdom, I got to say my favorite one is going to be that 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. It's uh, You got the eye of the Kraken looking through uh, the porthole with its tentacles trying to wrap around and break through the hull. I just think that looks uh, looks really, really cool. Now, I did mention some of the uh, attractions are going to be closed due to them being used for trick-or-treat locations, but I do think one of the cool things is for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, some of the attractions have what they call Halloween overlays that are exclusive only during the event themselves. Going to be three attractions that are doing the Halloween overlays this year, and they're actually losing one that in previous years had a Halloween overlay. But uh, first up, Space Mountain. If you enjoy Space Mountain, you can now do it in pitch black darkness during Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And uh, Spooky Tunes will also play during the ride for a unique experience. If you're a fan of the Mad Tea Party, the uh, Mad Tea Party will come alive with special lighting during Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And uh, Monsters Incorporated Laugh Lore, uh, where you can enjoy a periodic show of Monsters Incorporated Laugh Lore with a Halloween twist during Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Now, I did say that uh, that was going to be shut down during uh, the party for... Uh, a trick-or-treat spot. If I remember correctly, you can still enjoy Laugh Lore uh, earlier in the party, and then after a certain point, the show itself will shut down, and then it's just kind of a walk-through. Wait. No, I, I actually misspoke earlier. I do think that Monsters, Inc. will be up and running. It will still, you know, have scheduled shows, but the trick-or-treat point will be off to the side, if I remember correctly from years past. Uh, I apologize for the confusion. If you're going this year, somebody holler at your boy and uh, let me know. But I did mention one of the attractions that had featured a Halloween overlay or a Halloween little extra oomph has been discontinued. Uh, Disney has discontinued the Pirates of the Caribbean Not-So-Scary Overlay. Now, what would happen was there would be live pirates who would be in the queue and within the attraction, and they would be interacting with the guests. But in lieu of that, a pirate band will be roaming Adventureland instead. Um, I guess this is a cost-cutting thing. Um, sure, okay. Um, if I'm being honest, it didn't really add much. At least to my experience, I thought it was cool, but at the same time, it's like, it's it more of a distraction to me because me and my party, we were talking, we were trying to figure out where we're going next, or we were talking about what we already did, and then, you know, here comes a pirate, he's, you know, Arr, I be wanted for, for, for crimes on the high sea, yarg. It's like, all right, cool, thanks, appreciate it. We're we're just talking over here, but uh, but if but if you disagree with me, if you had a, a good experience with the pirates in the queue, um, uh, let me know. Uh, get get at me. Um, uh, I am kind of bummed that they won't be within the attraction because it did add something new to the attraction, uh, especially if you're somebody like me who's been on pirates a million times. Don't get me wrong, still love the attraction, but it was kind of cool to see live pirates interact in the attraction. Something new, but uh. In, in the queue, they will not be missed, at least by me. One last little bit of uh, not-so-scary news uh, to report on, at least this week. I'm sure we'll have more to report on as we get 
Closer to the end of uh, Halloween season, which, according to uh, Disney World, is November 1st. But if uh, you have some little ones with you in your party that are attending the not-so-scary Halloween party, uh, every year Disney has some dance parties, particularly Disney Junior Jam dance parties. And this year, guests will find the Disney Junior Jam at Starlight Cafe this year. The uh, Dance party is offered from 7 until midnight, and guests will be able to dance with the Vampirina, Fancy Nancy, Timon, and Doc McStuffins throughout the night. Now, none of those names mean anything to me, but if they mean anything to you, you probably have a little one that would love to get down with, uh, let me, Fancy Nancy. So, uh, yeah, 7 p.m. to midnight in uh, Starlight Cafe, that is where you can find the Disney Junior Jam Dance Party. Uh, and you can dance with, once again, Fancy Nancy. Uh, the Zombies Bash is going to be located at Rocket Tower Plaza stage. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, the Zombies Bash guests will be able to dance to the music of the Disney Channel Z-O-M-B-I-E-S. Or, you know, if you can spell Zombies. Uh, once again, from 7 p.m. until midnight. And once again, that name means nothing to me but if it does to you there you go you can go dance to the music of zombies rocket tower plaza stage in tomorrowland oh boy i think i feel old so that is kind of what's uh, happening inside the park for Not So Scary. Um, a new thing that they've added outside the park, uh, and this is for the monorails. Uh, you might notice as you're leaving Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party uh, and you're heading towards the monorails, uh, the monorails have a Halloween glow to them uh, once the sun sets. Uh, the uh, monorail along the Magic Kingdom area loops have a purple and orange undercarriage glow on nights that Mickey and that Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is held. Uh, now, some reports are saying it might be nightly as we get closer to Halloween. Uh, we'll have to see once we get closer to Halloween, but uh, Blog Mickey does have some pictures and a video posted of, uh, well, the monorail with some uh, purple and orange underglues, which I think is cool. Adds a little bit more ambiance, but, you know, I'm uh, just a little something to notice on your way out of the uh, park. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, that is all of our, uh, Haunted Mansion news to report on this week. We've got a couple more news stories. Uh, one of them is Haunted related, but it's of the Haunted Mansion. Uh, Haunted Mansion was shut down to do some, uh, refurbs. It is now open. Some of the refurbs that have been noticed, um, uh, one in particular is in the stretching room. Um, a lighting upgrade that made the stretching room brighter and at least from pictures I'm seeing, noticeably more pink. Um, I don't know if uh, noticeably more pink is the uh, look I would have gone with for the uh, stretching room, but I don't know, maybe maybe they went with that look so you could see more of the effect, more of the pictures as they stretch out, you know, the lady standing on the high wire with the alligator underneath her, or, or, or the dude who's not wearing pants, standing on the... Uh, a keg of dynamite. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe they'll tweak it, make it less pink. I don't know. Um, uh, moving on from there, uh, of course, everybody's wondering: Is the Hatbox Ghost installed? Um, uh, as of this recording, no. The uh, Hatbox Ghost has not made his uh, spooky appearance in the endless hallway yet. But some work has been done. They've installed some lighting uh, behind the curtain, and the shape of the uh, curtain 
uh, envelope extends a bit out. Um, uh, now, some have speculated that the figure has already been installed, but Disney hasn't said anything beyond that it will debut, quote, later this year. So, uh, Black Eye said he's yet to show up, but it's possible that he's already just hanging out behind the curtain, waiting for his uh, spooky debut later this year in the Haunted Mansion. But uh, work has been done to the Endless Hallway, so... Uh, yeah, that, that looks like that is confirmation where the Hatbox Ghost is going to uh, show up. Now, um, uh, in the graveyard scene, a mummy has been missing. But good news, if you miss your mummy, mummy is now home, if home is the graveyard. The uh, mummy who appears to be stitching or putting together some sort of mummy top or mummy wrap is uh, back in the graveyard. So uh, everybody rest easy. Another refurb that has gotten some uh, attention is Madame Leota herself got an updated look. Now, no, they didn't change it over to uh, Jamie Lee Curtis from the latest iteration of the Haunted Mansion movie. Um, they kind of gave Madame Leota a uh, fuller hairdo because in older versions with Madame Leota, I mean, her hair was definitely, you know, in the, uh, in the orb floating there. Um, uh, but... There was some room left in the uh, in the orb for the uh, hair to, you know, I guess, breathe, for the lack of a better term. But, you know, she's a floating head, so I don't know how much breathing was being done in said orb. But uh, with Madame Leota's new look, um, uh, her hair is more, uh, you know, full, more more out there, more more blowed up. Ladies, help me out with a term that I'm supposed to be using. I'm a, I'm a guy. I don't know the term I'm using, but uh, her hair is more, um, has more body, let's let's just say, and it fills the floor, the floating orb even more. So, um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think they went overboard with the uh, refurb on Madame Leota, which, I mean, okay, cool. Um, I'm fine with that. Um, you know, girl has to get her hair did. So, you know, good for you, Madame Leota. Look good, feel good. And then finally, our last piece of Disney news. It has nothing to do with Halloween, has nothing to do with anything haunted, unless you consider uh, corporations terrifying. Uh, because if you're planning on visiting Disney's Hollywood Studios on October 17th, you should be aware that it is closing early that day for a private event park buyout. Now, this is according to Disney World. Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios will be closing at 5 p.m. on October 17th. And uh, let me look ahead on the calendar to see what day that is. That is a Tuesday, so uh, October 17th, that's a Tuesday, and some digging revealed that the park is being completely shut down for a private buyout by Gartner. Uh, Gartner is a longtime conference partner for Walt Disney World, and their Gartner IT Symposium will be running from October 14th through 19th, with attendees getting special access to Disney's Hollywood Studios food, beverage, and access to popular attractions from 6.45 to 10 p.m. on October 17th. And due to the early closure, select nighttime entertainment will not be available to day guests. So again, Tuesday, October 17th, you can still attend Hollywood Studio during the day, but there is gonna be an early closure of 5 p.m. in Hollywood Studios. So if you are going to be down there attending you and your party, do need to be aware and might need to make some plans and adjust said plans accordingly. Yeah, so uh, that's all the news I got this week when it comes to Walt Disney World. A lot of uh, not-so-scary news. Um, uh, 
I thought we'd talk about it some, but uh, I'll be honest, I didn't think we would be talking about it the entire damn podcast, but uh, here we are. Um, uh, but yeah, if you and your party are planning on attending Not So Scary this year, if you have attended Not So Scary this year, um, uh, let me know what y'all thought of the party. You can hit me up on the uh, Twitter app. I'm not calling it X, Elmo. I don't care what you say, what you do. As long as I'm still on it, it's still Twitter. Uh, hit me up, L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me, Landedone. I'm the best, Landedone, not the rest. That's where you can follow me 280 characters at a time uh, on Twitter. Uh, I also run a website, buttmunchchips.com. Buttmunchchips, sit on your butt munch. Uh, really old stuff I did back in my college radio days. Uh, podcasts on wrestling, movies, um, uh, interviews. I did with the uh, cast of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Futurama, stuff like that. Um, uh, I also appear on The Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI, radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the News Talk 987 app as well. Um, uh, I also appeared on the uh, most recent episode of the Pass Holders Lounge with a Papa Monorail himself, the uh, Podfather, Justin Monorail. We were talking about the uh, Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Going through that, uh, I guess, foodie guide and uh, just all things food and wine. So if uh, you want to get your fill, haha, of that, go check that out. Uh, that's the Pass Holder Lounge, wherever you get your fine podcasts. And um, um, I think that's it. Oh, and also follow the show on Twitter at Does Does Disney. Uh, I also have an Instagram that I forget about. Like, I really forget about it. So, uh, same thing at Does Does Disney. Feel free to follow me there. I doubt I'll ever post anything. But, you know, you can show the effort. I mean, I'm not going to show the effort, but you can. But uh, thank a cast member. Thank a team member. Disney and Universal, pay your cast members and team members a living wage. We love coming down to your parks. Heck, some of us even tolerate spending all of our money down at your parks. But without the cast members, without the team members, none of what you have happens, none of that magic that you bank and advertise so very well, none of it happens. So treat them like the rock stars that they are. Um, uh, be decent to each other. You don't know what everybody else has going on uh, in their lives. You don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go. And it costs you nothing to be nice. So why not be nice? And uh, be decent to yourself, too. Take care of yourself. I'm not talking just physically, I'm talking mentally, too. Your mental health can be just as important, sometimes more so, than your physical health. And uh, breathe, have a little bit of fun, and if you could do both of those things, that would mean the world to me. My name is Landon Doan. We will be back next week, uh, barring crazy schedule wonks. Uh, looking at the calendar, uh, we will be back next week a week after i'm gonna try and record early but i'm gonna be honest guys my weekend uh that weekend is really crazy so i don't know what uh the episode dropping on august 28th looks like but i will uh i'll, I'll let you know on the socials how about that but uh thank you all for coming along on this crazy little ride we call does does disney because you've been great and i've been does does disney take care talk to you later You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff I can do well.
Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything up. I just always wanted to say that. Yeah.